Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here, clocking in. It is a good morning. Mm. We're, start, we're starting the day. <laughs> I rode a brontosaurus's neck yep. <laughs> into the office, yep. I think. Um, yeah, it's uh, we're treating today like a real job. We're here starting at 9.34, like most people do at work. Yep. <laughs> Slinking in, hoping the boss doesn't notice. Yep. But I noticed. Mm. I'm the boss, yeah, the Adam boss. Knox. You're the boss, baby. I'm me the boss, ben baby. Me and Ben were uh, chewing it up about that uh, explosive royal family interview around the water cooler. <laughs> yes. And then we saw Adam come out of his corner office mm. and we thought, better get to our desks and look busy. Nah, but I'm the cool boss. I walked up and I was like, Hey. I think she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> no, Damn, she seems like she's acting yeah. because she's an actor. Oh, <laughs> so God. I guess that's in my head for some reason. <laughs> Patreon.com slash filthy casuals. Pod. pod. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably talk about that. Yeah. I had an actual argument with my mum, a staunch monarchist. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, the queen I think... is my mum, by the way. Mm. I'm Prince Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, That's when you get uh, five <laughs> uh, rings Bolts in your penis. In your dick, yeah. 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 yeah, I, uh, yeah. Look, let's save this for the Patreon because mm. it is uh, an interesting, not only the interview itself, but I think everyone around the world would have had a similar experience of. Hopping on the phone with the parents <laughs> in the days after and thinking, ah, oh, Christ, here we go. Ring, 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 ring. You what about the Commonwealth? <laughs> you want to s- support it? I've, I've, I had a migraine yesterday. Normally we record on Wednesday. Mm. Yeah, so we're doing this in the, the, the morning after the day that we normally do it. Yeah. We had to postpone. You, uh, you hopped in the group chat and you were like, boys, I'm, I'm feeling under the weather. Can mm, we do this yeah. tomorrow? I'm too angry about the Royals. <laughs> <laughs> it literally blew my head off. <laughs> and then, uh, so we, you How know, we're like... How could she fuck over the Queen like that? <laughs> the Queen is my grandma! Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are they meant to do for work? <laughs> How are they going to get money? I can't believe these royals accepted all this money they didn't deserve, according to me, <laughs> which is money they worked for rather than got paid by the anyway. Um, so yeah, you 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 dropped in the group chat that you had a migraine. Yeah. We rescheduled this. We said, "Hope you feel better. Take the day to rest up." Then we get here. We walk in the door, and first thing you say to us, "Boys, I've finished the Infinity Machine." Oh yeah, but that was days ago. <laughs> that was. <laughs> it was pretty damning evidence, I have to say. Who knew what? Uh, what triggered this migraine? Oh. <laughs> anyway, I spent about a week looking at these screens, making sure they worked. No, I like I still have it a bit, by the way. So like that's why I bring it up is to be like I'm yes. gonna be annoying. <laughs> right, right. And uh, listeners not. won't. 
don't know the difference. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also have a migraine. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got it. We got a quick little demo. That's what yeah. we were doing, fannying mm. around for thirty minutes before mm-hmm. we hit record. We uh, we were given a brief demo of the uh, Infinity Machine in action. She's finished. She's yeah. finished. She's yeah. alive. I've, I'm looking at a Nintendo 64 that I assume is rigged up yeah. as part of it. You've got That's an all H- it is. <laughs> <laughs> I plugged a Nintendo 64 into my TV. It's got every game I want to play. <laughs> Almo's learning adventure. <laughs> Grover's learning adventure. I believe there were several Sesame Street mm. games. They're like the Pokemons where, you know, they came yeah. out at the same time you had to pick. Red and blue, baby. <laughs> yep, oh, yeah, and Elmo or Grover. Um, yeah, so you've got the uh, you've you've got the HDMI switcher there, and you've also it's it's rigged up to the computer, so you yeah. can do some beautiful screen recording. I mean, know. we don't need to air my dirty laundry to the world like you're a regular Meghan Markle over here. <laughs> oh, if I wanted to air your dirty laundry, I'd talk about the pile of. <laughs> Dirty dishes that's in your sink. Yeah, it's not a big pile. It just looks bigger because one of the dishes is like an oven tray. Once you yeah. have a yeah, once you have like a pan <laughs> or something, you don't have any plates. You just eat off an <laughs> oven tray. Yeah. How do you eat? <laughs> what do you do to live? Once you have a pan or a tray or something that doesn't just neatly fit Ooh, in the yeah. sink and it's kind of sticking at the edge, yeah, it just looks bad. No matter how, even if that's the only thing in there, mm. it looks like your house is just in complete disarray. You yeah. know what's ruined my life is having a dishwasher. Um, right, because she only shows up on Thursday. Nice. No, the uh, the I, it's a small dishwasher. Yeah, you've it's got a, a drawer, a dish drawer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just never want to hand wash dishes anymore. Right, but something right. the size of an oven tray, you gotta. Yep. But yeah. you know how easy it is to put off. Your body will force itself to get a migraine <laughs> rather than dealing with the indignity of cleaning something that you made dirty. This is one of those interestingly designed apartments where there's not there's technically not a window in your bedroom into like the outside. Yeah. But there is a dishwasher. Right. It's yeah. architectural priorities <laughs> yeah. just kind of blow my mind. Do you know? humans need breath or <laughs> clean dishes more? Quicker. Quicker, yeah. slightly quicker clean dishes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, look, I've... if uh, if if Bloomberg is to be believed, then mm. uh, something that you may be rigging up to the uh, Infinity Machine uh out outboard. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. <laughs> That's like the machine got I realized that I was mainly doing a hand motion yeah. to describe what. Anyway, I was making it seem like the machine was it's two HDMI cords. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the infinity machine. I bought yeah, in, I bought into the hype. Like yeah. the 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 whole idea of it being an infinity machine. I thought we were going to walk crank in here. That I've got to yeah, turn. And the apartment would look radically different. All those like Willy Wonka lights where it's like <laughs> Those yeah. accordion-looking things pumping yeah. up and yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got uh, a flux instead, capacitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, it's just a bunch of old people in bed. That's the bit from Willy Wonka <laughs> yeah. that you've taken. I've just top and tailed a Nintendo sixty-four, <laughs> a PlayStation, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you got to imagine that they all have group sex. Exactly. You have to assume. Yeah. Uh, it means I'll be streaming stuff again soon, uh, which will be fun. So if you want to go follow my Twitch channel, it's currently named Adam Knox Real and Official, but I'll mm-hmm. probably change that name. <laughs> um, and I'll, to Migraine King. Yeah, the <laughs> king of migraines. <laughs> yeah. I'm the head headache guy. Uh, so yeah, if you want to watch that, I'll be doing some of that stuff soon. Mm-hmm. And we'll record more videos off mm. of it yep. for our YouTube channel. Yep. Yeah. YouTube.com slash... 
C yes. slash filthy, filthy casuals. casuals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get on there and uh, We wanted to have that C by the way. We yeah. requested We requested it. Yeah. Our username is C slash filthy casuals. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, the, the prefix is just youtube.com we wanted slash. C colon slash slash. Yes. But um <laughs> that's what you do when you see uh slash's asshole reflected in a mirror. The so guitar- oh, I should have yeah. said the yeah, guitarist yeah. from Guns N' Roses. No, it's okay. I was already trying to think of a guitarist from Guns N' Roses one. That's, Maybe that's the best one. C slash live. And when he does performances. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh-huh. C slashes colon live. Yeah. He could have done way more with that colon thing that you've got to put in a And computer. the slash yeah. thing. It's just... It's yeah. just his name. <laughs> he never does any puns with it. Yeah, no. he's always like, please. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, people come up to him to parties like, I promise you before you even start, I've heard them all. Yeah. All right, leave me alone. And then if you go, okay, what about C colon slash slash is when I see your butthole in a mirror and he's like heard it a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, Man, on the Filthy Casuals podcast that I listened to. This one particular episode <laughs> yeah. I listened to. A hundred times. No, we'll th- I think we've said it about three oh, times true. by now. Yeah, so he's yeah. listened to it 33 times. Right. Yeah. And then one and recurring then, time. Yeah. yeah. He's listened to it loop. one more time. But he was like, actually, I've listened to this enough. <laughs> <laughs> Turned it off partway in. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're all, we're all here. But yeah, report in uh, Bloomberg during the week that I think got picked up by uh, a lot of outlets mm. about the Long rumored Switch Pro. There were some other of those like Nintendo rumor Twitter people who were like, "Yep, this is definitely what I've heard too." Mm. But there was something, you know, very similar to this, probably a year ago at least. Mm. I think that was a very credible, um, reported on, not just like speculation is, but you know, th- this is happening. Yeah. Like an article that is just like, no, no, this is confirmed. The thing being, a Switch Pro. And the the latest one is yeah. that it's yeah. uh, they have Samsung making the screens for them. It'll be able to output at 4K. It'll be a slightly bigger screen that'll still be 720p, mm. uh, but a bit brighter, better battery life. Smaller bezels, so yeah, bigger yeah. screen. Yeah. So yeah. I, assuming that means the same like form factor, but... Yeah. The form factor was the much more boring version of Joe Rogan's show, uh, the Joe Rogan book, Fear Factor. <laughs> yeah. Right. Bring what back happened? the headache. <laughs> Get out of my head. What do people Get do in that one? They just got a. So a, Fear Factor was people like eating snakes and stuff yeah, like that. You got to yeah. watch people do really good posture. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This one, you're actually, just like, yes. yeah, that's, I, it makes me feel a bit bad because my posture is not as good as that guy's, but, you know, easy $50,000. What about this? A- yeah. Actually, this isn't bad. What about this? So. Um, contestants standing there, line of people in front of them, yeah, and they're but they're all facing them, right? Okay. So you can't quite tell right. from the angle you're on what the posture's like, <laughs> mm. and you have to pick who's got the worst posture, right? And then all the chairs <laughs> spin around at once, so then they're on the side, and oh. you can see so the curvature like, of the spine, like yeah. reverse the voice, yes, where <laughs> yes. The, when the chairs spin, that's how it gets revealed. Yes. To- <laughs> no, reverse the voice, and also like only a quarter of it because they're not spinning, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're not spinning all the way around. <laughs> That'd be great if you like if someone looked like they had great posture and then it turns and their neck is just at a 90 degree angle. Yeah. All right, yeah. copyright. We, yeah. We're going to produce that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or it's a YouTube show where they review chairs. Yeah. Form factor. Or like tax stuff. Oh, form you gotta fill out factor. Forms. I had yeah. to fill out, fill, fill out a tax form. Yeah. Yep. 
Many people do. Well, maybe anyway. it, maybe it's, it's a relatable experience. <laughs> I filled out a form. Yeah. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe it changes every week. You know who dares wins? He's not out there doing the same dare every week. He kind of was. Well, it was always jump less. over some bullshit. Yeah, but, but um, you know, eat a big get... ice cream quickly. Yeah, <laughs> stick it. I, I feel still, like that was one. I still remember there was just a bowl of spaghetti, and yeah. he was like, "Put your hand in this bowl of spaghetti." And everyone was like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. Okay. Next week, drive this monster truck over your grandma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but for now. Um, <laughs> the the conflicting stuff about this one. So yeah, there's been the rumors for a while of like they're doing in the way that they've done like the DSI and and the the new 3ds and that sort of stuff in mm-hmm. the past that there'll be a, a new switch. But also with this stuff, they're like maybe it's actually just the screen is getting an improvement. Yeah, I think I saw a lot of speculation about the dock. Like, oh, is the dock going to be better? Is it going to output at 4K or yeah. not? I hadn't seen like conf- like quote unquote confirmation on that. It is, Which, no, that's that's one of the only confirmed things. Is okay. that the doc it, it will not yeah, well that it's outputting at four K. Right. Is the big thing. But it but might I think not this, have any more power in the actual yeah. thing. Oh yeah, right. So like it'll it'll be able to do a four K signal, but like nothing will be capable of that. Well, yeah, right. so the I think this so this report doesn't specifically mention any of that, which is why people are speculating that maybe it's not. But I think it's because the whole point of this report is that they've actually got the inside info about the screens. Mm, that the screens right. are being manufactured. Samsung's making them for them. Yeah. Like They're shipping in July. out to July. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I think they just haven't mentioned the hardware because that's the thing that they don't have the actual scoop on. That okay. they would still be speculate. That's kind of how I read it because, mm. I mean, yeah, it. it it would be pretty insane to do all this stuff, to do a revision, mm. to revise the screen and not have at least a little more power under the hood. Well, yeah. But then did, it they, is Nintendo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they did that quiet update where it just had a better battery life oh, yeah. and yep. that sort of stuff yep. at one point. Um, so it could be that, but also it, it, there's also reports of like dev kits are going out to developers, Yeah, which would suggest that there are different... There's mm. You know, a different setup inside of the Switch. Yeah. And those, why else would you need a new Yeah, thing? those mm. pretty definitive uh, kind of uh, reports that were around a year ago were all based on, hey, this is this is what we hear. Nintendo is working on an upgraded, more powerful Switch that's going to yeah. launch this year. Was the rumor at the start of 2020. So kind of, if you take them both together, I, I think it's just Bloomberg only commenting on. Here's the thing that we've actually got a confirmed, verified yeah. source on. The other stuff. We would assume, but that's not what we're writing about here. And what if you would go on what Nintendo has said, which was like what three weeks ago, four weeks ago? There is no new Switch coming out anytime soon. Yeah, if you go on what <laughs> Nintendo said, it's shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> you shut stop, the fuck up. Stop asking. Stop emulating us. Shit. Yeah, yeah. we're suing Don't you for this. even talking about us. <laughs> fuck yeah. off. Yeah. When a filthy casuals recording, we need to do another direct. Let's <laughs> do one hour afterwards. But yeah. yeah, they said they said nothing, nothing, no new Switch anytime soon, but. I would say July, August, September is soon in the scheme of things. So, well, end of the year is makes sense for like if, if they're getting these screens from July, they're right. not going to want to wait that much longer before they put them into something, yeah. right? Like yeah. that'll be when they're expecting to have their thing ready. Yeah. So, I don't know what the usual time between manufacture of a product and shipping of a product mm. is. If it's anything like podcasts, possibly thirty minutes. Yes. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so we'll get the screens on September 27, and yeah. then we'll have it out that night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unless one of us leaves the house and forgets, <laughs> which happened one time, and I still have nightmares about. <laughs> uh, so oh no, we left all the slurs in. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm such a. <laughs> so. Yeah, it it does seem like it's happening. It also has seemed like it's happening for a year. It makes yeah. complete sense with Nintendo's uh, past behavior mm-hmm. for it to happen. So I'm 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 very ready. Yeah, I'm ready for a even if it is only a minor upgrade. I mean, that would be a little disappointing. But I'm you know I've had mine for since it came out. I've yeah. taken it all uh, heaps of places. Like it's you know it's 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 still in fine shape. Mm. But you know it's it's. Showing its age a bit, it's got a little bit of wear and tear here and there. So yeah. I'd, was, I'd love to get a freshie and do a do a full upgrade. Mm. It was a four year anniversary of it coming out, I guess, like a week over the week, a day e- ago. Over the weekend, yeah. yeah, yeah, wow. So yeah, I and yeah, I I have a theory that the reason we haven't seen more of things like Bayonetta, Breath of the Wild two, and Metroid Prime is that they're going to be enhanced for this new one, and that potentially tied into an announcement of that. Maybe that's that's my theory slash. My wishful thinking mm. of what I hope to be the case. Yeah, I have a theory that uh, Bill Gates actually caused all of this. <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, my theory: Donald Trump didn't get anything done because the deep state was keeping him down yeah. the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> just as crazy as Tommy's Nintendo theory <laughs> that they're holding off on these games that will never come out. I'm yeah. starting to believe. <laughs> yeah, midnight launch at a secret pizza parlor, and uh, I'm going to be first in line. Um, but yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah, it's been it it has been over a year of rumors and. I think kind of even well. I remember when the um, when the Switch Lite came out. Yeah. That even then, before that announcement, it was like they're about to an- announce two new ones: a, a downgraded oh, yeah. one and an upgraded one. That's right. And before even rumula- rumors started circulating, before just the, it was even rumulated, <laughs> before <laughs> it was rumulated, just the kind of common sense thing, like you said, of like, yeah, they always do this with their handheld stuff, right. so it just will happen at some point. Um, yeah, I just I just really want that announcement. Mm. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I could yeah, go I either way. I was just being contrarian. <laughs> Not me. I want them to announce an I'm official. <laughs> I want them to announce official release date of a new speculative article that's coming out. I yes. want to wait up until midnight yes. to see a new report on <laughs> CNN on July the seventeenth, mm-hmm. and then we can discuss it on this podcast. <laughs> I, I want to see a patent come out. Yes. I want to be able to do the thing like we did when the switch was called the NX. Yes, and yeah. just talk about it every week and go and like. Is it coming? <laughs> When's it here? What a podcast. Yeah. I When's still, it going to show up? I'm tired. I'm not a migraine. I still have a dream of going back through all those episodes and compiling a, a best of of our yeah. next speculation. <laughs> we, could, we could do the same thing with the pro at the moment, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a best of of our next speculation. The end. There you go. That was it. <laughs> oh, Adam, so cynical. <laughs> That's me. I got a trait. Well, Adam, you you're always very cynical about sort of digital uh, rights uh, ownership, licensing. Yes. You know, like you you're a physical media guy because you don't like stuff being taken away by the internet. I want to grip the media by the throat. Uh, go, Look what you did to Megan. Um, <laughs> <and I'm laughs> Goodbye, Megan Markle. Huh? Oh yeah, the yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Something that apparently can get rid of digital uh, information just as quickly as a company is a fire. It turns out digital media <laughs> is also physical. Yes. You just don't have it in your house. Yeah, yeah, it's in someone else's house. And if that house burns down, yeah. all your your history of playing in the game Rust is gone. Mm. Or whichever server they're attached to. If like that'd be funny if like 
someone else's servers burned down. It's like, oh no, my Rust account got to... Anyway, the Rust the Rust people lost their servers in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, look, we're, we're rebuilding all the stuff, but your data, your information, your game history is gone yeah. forever. That's the, that's the cloud thing, is that the cloud doesn't exist. Mm. It's just someone else's computer. Right. And if someone else decides to nose around in that computer mm-hmm. or burn it to the ground, mm. you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to go back to living in the. We connect with nature, man. Yeah, like like uh, CDs and DVDs. That was nature. <laughs> you, you like run around with like maybe just an axe and you like chop trees down and stuff. That's what happens in Rust. Right, that's I what see. happens in Rust. Uh, exciting. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, that's like a massive genre of game that we're not really into because Valheim. You guys been it's, hearing uh, about this? I've been seeing it everywhere. It's a similar kind of game. It is a cooperative survival crafting game. Like semi, like const- multiplayer, but yep. not like competitive necessarily. No, like Almost large... like an MMO type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. I think like region-based servers, yeah, massively multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's like, I don't know, it's it's a, a billion dollar game. They're the extremely moment. popular. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, it's no one's fault, obviously, unless someone deliberately lit it order. But I assume it's just an accident right. that happened. So it's like, it's a shame, but it really is a, a, a scary uh, example mm. of how flimsy... How tangible. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. How like all this stuff of like oh it's all backed up in the cloud? No, it isn't. Right, that's someone else's hard drive. Go yes. take it back. Because like regain people, the means of production. Is it? It was um PS five that cloud saves are only a PS plus thing. Is that right? And on the PS four. Yeah, back right. On the PS three as and, well. And people are mad for cloud saves, and I've never really like I found it handy to transfer stuff from the PS four to the PS five. Yeah. yeah. But aside from that, I've always thought, wouldn't you want your save files on your console? I mean, I guess on the PS5, the fact that it's got such a relatively small hard drive mm. makes sense. Mm. And if you are in a weird position where you're transferring yourself between two different locations, right? like with the Switch, which is the one that does it very badly for some of the games, like sure. Animal Crossing, you couldn't... Yeah, Animal Crossing, for whatever reason, they think people are going to somehow exploit the game with it. But uh, yeah, I have it for In the a game Switch. where like they, they, the people playing it generated a slave trade <laughs> 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 when this wasn't an active, yeah. so... I have it for, yeah, I think for the Switch is the main one where it is good for the peace of mind because it's something mm. that you're taking out with you. So there's high potential to lose the physical right. console or something yeah. happen to it or it get damaged. And the idea that, yeah, you could get a replacement and then all your data is just there in the cloud. Mm. And also the much more um, specific position of having two Switches yeah. and yeah. just being able to pick up the other one and the saved data is carried across. It is great for stuff like that. It yeah. is it is a little bit more, yeah, peace of mind. If something happens to it, you're not going to be and, – and, yeah, same with like your PS – or whatever if it breaks down and right. is completely unsalvageable yeah you won't have to start all this stuff and from the start generally a server farm doesn't burn down <laughs> sure and it's often they have your own home they have it's, it's the exception not the rule yeah yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. For anyone not familiar with the industry, we should point yeah. that out. <laughs> we haven't just not been reporting on every server fire. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a shame for anyone playing that. That would be real fucking annoying. It, it yeah. is one of those things that people are hugely into and have put. It's, and to lose your... Even though, yeah, it's easy to look at and go, oh, you know, it doesn't matter to start again. But, right. like, yeah, if you've put a lot of time into it and, like, those... And that, that's one of those, yeah. like, thousands of hours games. Right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, 
it is kind of cool from the perspective of there's a generation of people who never had a PS1 memory card die on mm, them yeah. who now get to experience that feeling. Yeah. That's it. I mean, and I also think... fire is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from that perspective. Yeah. Also, cool, the yeah. cleansing flame would have been <laughs> yeah. fantastically yeah. beautiful to watch. That's it. I think <laughs> everyone has a, of, of a certain age, probably around our ages, has had this experience in one form or another. Yeah. yeah. Growing up, whether or not they're into a game that has cloud saves, like yeah, my dog ate a Nintendo control that had a memory card in the back of it. Uh, well, lost uh, everything. A in memory that. card project was due that day. <laughs> I, I don't believe. <laughs> um, I saved over a Final Fantasy VII save file on a memory card uh-huh. that would have been like sixty hours of progress. Right. Yep. Fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and it, well, my my, brother, mine's my fault as well because I put peanut butter on the memory card, which is why my dog went for it in the first place. My dog's going to lick this memory card's balls. <laughs> uh, my brother started a new game on my Pokemon cartridge oh, when I was I had a, a kid. Yeah, I had a family Fuck. friend come around and, and use, I can't remember what game it was, yeah. but it was like Fuck. someone significantly younger than me and it was like, oh, I just put them in front of this. What, you know, dick around, what's yeah. the worst that could happen? And then they... Just because they're pushing buttons, not knowing what's what, they've just gone. Yep, delete, start a new game. All progress gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, normally, that it's 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 crazy that that could happen as well when a company is doing that that they don't have a backup yeah. right somewhere off. Like, mm. well, the backup's probably in the same building that the fire was in. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all like big companies. You know, there's that story about how Pixar nearly deleted Toy Story two by mistake, wow. but someone had happened to have. Against company rules, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Take a copy home to work on it. Right. But like they just accidentally deleted the entire rack of servers that Toy Story 2 was on. Wow. Yeah. We imagine. could have been living in a world without the worst Toy Story movie. Yeah. Imagine if that had gone straight to three. Yeah. And it would have been better. It would have been way better. They yeah. wouldn't have had to go like, oh, we got to take out some of this Kelsey Grammar stuff now. <laughs> Fuck. I think I think four's the worst. Oh, I forgot four existed. Yeah. Four's a bit Fair. of fun. Yeah, four's, four's fine. Mm. I remember liking two. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a bad rap. Okay. From me. <laughs> From you, I just yeah, said specifically. That. Yeah. My name is Ben and I'm here to say <laughs> Toy even. Story 2 was the worst in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even Not back- how I would have done it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even back myself to say rap. it gets a bad rap. I said I think it gets a bad rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that that's a shame, but uh, and you know, it I guess it's no one's fault, but also it's strange that there's no backups there, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe not. I don't quite understand the scale of a game like that or how difficult it is to go, I'll back this up. Yeah. Like, I, I doubt they're buying a thumb drive. Yeah. Be interested to hear from anyone uh, in our community mm. who's a Rust player who's been affected by it. We've never, I mean, we never have anyone, uh, yeah. you know, hit us All up. All the Rust heads out there. 13, 21, yeah. 10. <laughs> Rusty. What's your craziest experience on Rust? <laughs> have you ever oh, had my, a girlfriend tell my, you something weird on a Rust session? My, my <laughs> entire game got deleted. That's pretty weird. Hey? Damn, Ben from pa- Matt Parramatta. That's pretty crazy. Pam Matt Parramatta. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've never heard of that place? Mount Panorama? Mount Panorama. Panacotta. Oh. Uh, Yeah, thanks for calling. All right, here's Hooberstank. Um, My name is Hooberstank, I'm here to say. (laughs) (laughs) Toy Story 2 is my favourite play. Hooberstank don't understand what movies are. No, No, well, they maybe saw it in 3D, so they thought it was happening, literally Uh, was happening right in front of them. Didn't happen with 2, you fucking No, I know, I know. (laughs) You know what uh, is a 3D game? Mm. No, I mean not in the way that it pops out of the screen, but it's in three dimensions. Mm-hmm. You and I, Ben, and I believe you, Tommy, 
All played Macat. You believe me. Great yeah. to know. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Tommy. <laughs> uh, it was a free game on PS Plus for the, I think, just the PS5 this month, right? I think you're right. Mm. Uh, Maquette? Yep. Maquette? Maquette. We, we had to look up how to pronounce it. Uh, we, yeah, we, and then we weren't happy with the pronunciation we heard. We well, found a couple of different ones, didn't we? Right, yes. It was in British English. And if you believe the way they say everything, then you're going to sound like a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Megan was a lawyer. Um, <laughs> that was a terrible British accent. But yeah, we all played um, Marquette. the entirety of this game. Mm. Uh, I've not played the entirety. Well, it's three hours long, so... (laughs) (laughs) I've played maybe, I don't know, maybe an hour. I'm up to the second Mm. little area, near the end of the second little area. Yeah, it's actually, it's longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought it it took me probably five hours total. Okay. And like sort of, I did like an hour session, you know, like sort of took it slowly at the start and then just barreled through the entire second half, I think. Sure. Which was a good... Probably three hours of just fucking around. I did the classic honk it all in one go and get a migraine the next day. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah. And okay. become irrationally annoyed at some things that are just fine. <laughs> in the game? <laughs> yes. Nah, there, there's some bad shit in this game. It's so not very good. It's a puzzle game and the, it's rational. the setup of it is that you're, you're kind of walking around a 3D space. You've got like a little kind of diorama thing in front of you and you, you are also... In that diorama mm. yeah. So in front of you There's a smaller version Of the world that you're in And then outside of that There's an even bigger version of that Yes So all the puzzles revolve around Finding an object in, in one of the spaces And then you can either Drop it into the diorama And then there'll be Like a huge version of it Behind you um, Or you can do the reverse of that To make mm-hmm. things smaller To fit places they couldn't fit So exactly. basically you have All these little rooms That you're trying to work out How to like open doors And make Bridges out of things and, and yeah, things of that nature. Yeah. It's a cool concept. It's a great concept. And it then is. it gets a bit more complicated the further in you go, but uh, I won't, I don't want to spoil any of that because it's, it's interesting. It's creative how it sort of builds on it and takes it out of the maquette at some stage. Yeah. yeah. The, the, they do the puzzles you would expect from that concept of like, Figure out a way to this. This is too big at the moment, but you can't get in here because there's a wall in your way now. So right. you've got to get a find a different way through, and like some other mechanics that come in in different levels, where there's like, uh, like gems that will uh, mm. be the color of a wall, and you yep. can only go through that that kind of wall if you're holding the right colored gem. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so it's like, well, you've got to put it somewhere so you can get it later and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. The puzzles are are mostly good. Yeah, I love them. I'm not. I I never. Finish puzzle games. Right. I've, well, I rarely do. I've played Portal 1 and 2 all the way through, but I often get to a point where there's something about it that's either I can't figure it out or yeah. I'm just bored of it. Yeah. Or you, like the, the framework or the wrapping is like not engaging enough for me to continue. So yeah. I always tap out at some point. Sometimes it's easy enough to just be like, yeah, I get it. Right. And I could look up, I'm, I'm stuck on this one and I could look up a guide but that feels like it sort of defeats the point. Mm. This is kind of how I feel. I go, yeah, yeah, I've seen enough of this. I kind of get what it's doing. I don't really need to see the very end of it to feel fulfilled by this. Mm. But this, what's also worth pointing out about this is that it has this kind of, um, the the wrapping of it is that it's a, uh, you're kind of getting bits of a story about this relationship. So sometimes games like this are just like, you're here doing this stuff for 
seemingly no apparent reason. Like The Witness. You're just on yeah. a weird island. There's yeah. not really a story going on. You're just doing some puzzles. And there's a few of them, a lot of them, that are like, you're in a sci-fi world where a computer is making you do it. Right, yeah. Like yeah. the Turing test and obviously Portal Port, and, yeah. and a bunch of other ones. Yeah, what uh, was the one from last year? Uh, Manifold Garden. Oh, yes. Yeah. Was d- no setup at all. The no. Talos Principle mm-hmm. antechamber. Right. I love this type of game. Yeah, right. As well. Um, I didn't really like, um, oh, what the fuck was that one called? Old, where with where, a similar thing with perspective maquette no you had to you had to if you got close to a chess oh, piece it'd be big and then you could move it super liminal super liminal which i i, I haven't played yet I, I suspect i would like more than you did probably because my issues with that are very similar to my issues with this where the main thing is that these puzzles are physics based usually right. you are manipulating an object and getting it into a certain position mm-hmm. so that it uh, is useful to you when you go to that part of the world that it is now in. Yeah. And it always, or almost always, feels quite bad to move stuff and position it in this game. I would say it only happened once to me where I was like, the controls are uh, hindering me. Right. Cause you, but yeah, the rest of it I was like, oh, this is fine. This is like, you know, every other game I've played in. Unity or whatever this is probably made in, where it's like right. oh, it's a little imprecise, but yeah, and it's, it's you know the enjoyment for me is the stuff that is happening inside my head. Yeah, <laughs> right. There's some <laughs> elements of it where you can kind of do things by accident, where mm-hmm. it's kind of like you can kind of hop into the, you can kind of hop on the diorama and walk around it, and yep. then use like those gems, for example, to open the smaller versions of. But it's it's kind of. I think sometimes you can kind of do that stuff by accident. I like broke it doesn't this feel, game yeah. three or four times yeah. or maybe uh, throughout playing it by having a different answer to the puzzle that then wouldn't work right. because it wasn't the game. That, that, yeah. that happened once to me where it was like, like I know, so I was playing with my, my girlfriend and it was like we were sort of collaborating, trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. She, and she's not much of a gamer. So like she would often suggest things where I'm like, well, I know... Because I know, like, game design, right. that's not going to work. Right, that's right. actually not... Like, to yeah, to a layperson, it's like, oh, well, that's probably... That cog probably moves, so try that. I'm like, no, nah, because it, it would be glowing or there would be some other indication. Right. But there was one where we were like, no, we just got to put this gem on the top of this roof and let it roll down here and then it'll go there. Yeah. And that's the only situ- like uh, solution we can find. And then it was like, it's half working and it's half not. But the solution was something completely different. And so there is one bit where you do roll a gem down a thing and then you've right. got to lift another gem up to the ceiling where the thing is, yeah. where that color is to let it fall down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can move the thing in such a way that it doesn't quite reach. And then you go, oh, I guess it's not that. I guess right. it's too high and I've yeah. got to find another way up. Or you can make a bridge out of an object that because of the placement thing. You, so the way it controls is you have one button to pick something up. Uh, and another button to sort of place it in the world. So it'll yep. like either be holding the object or kind of hovering it in front of you yep. and you can pull it towards you or away or rotate, rotate it, it using yep. the shoulder buttons. And it is very imprecise, I found, because it can like block you from even putting the object in front of you to manipulate it if there's not enough space yeah, yeah. in the game's opinion, which oftentimes it needs you to do that thing, but it will also tell you there's not enough space so you know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. just real clunky with that sort of stuff. Um, so sometimes there are solutions that you come to that you then think you're wrong about because the game puts a physical hurdle in your way that isn't meant to be there. Yeah, it doesn't. Right. Something doesn't quite fit, or right. yeah, or then sometimes you can just be sort of moving something around, 
and just going from A to B and sort of unlock a thing by accident mm. because right. it just happens. You just happen to be like hovering it over to some to try yeah, a true. different solution and in doing that you you know open that thing or trigger that thing or whatever and it's like oh cool i've done it but it doesn't it sort of doesn't it doesn't feel satisfying because you've done it by accident you haven't like you don't get the like dopamine thing of like oh i've worked this out right 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 right. there's a level where you've got some steps and you use them to move around Mm -hmm. it is very easy (laughs) (laughs) you can go up you can go down. <laughs> you can go side to side, but you're not going to get very far. No. <laughs> so uh, enjoy the view, though, buddy. <laughs> hey, if you love that particular step, yeah. then hang out. There is a very easy way to interpret a broken part of the gate that is exactly at jumping over height if you put the steps next to it mm. as the way to go over the steps where you are in the version of the world where you are small and the right. world is big. If you do that you get completely fucking stuck in the area that you go into. Yeah, I got stuck a couple of times. There's no way to get out. I had a few bugs where it was like something broke in such a way that I was like uh, carrying one of those gems, but it wasn't working anymore to open the colors that were... Yeah, that happened to me once Had to reload saves. So like just stuff like that makes this... uh, Made it for me uh, very frustrating to play because the thing with puzzle games for me is when you have the solution to the puzzle in your head it should be trivial to make that manifest in the world. I mean, it should be, but yes. Yeah, so this game is the debut game of a developer. Yeah. I assume it's a, it's a very small company. It's an indie yeah. company that was published by a large publisher or like a large indie publisher, Annapurna. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, similar to other games in the past has been pushed by Sony. Like in this case, right. it's free. So it's not as much of a like... There's not as many expectations on it. No. But I, I it, it's also got more eyes on it than yeah, it would yeah. if it just kind of like snuck onto the eShop and, yeah. and got a bit of word of mouth of like, hey, if you want a cute little puzzle game. But I def- I knew that going in, this was like, I was like, who is this? Because I love the art style. And I was like, oh, is this the Witness people or something? Yeah. Mm. And so I was like, oh, no, this is just an indie developer. It's their first game. So, and I didn't find it frustrating except for literally one point where I was like, this is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, it's not going to be perfect. This is a small team. This is yeah. not Valve making Portal. This I, is- yeah, having like, I haven't had any of those like big kind of frustrating moments, mm. but but knowing that it is a little precarious does mean that you're sort of walking around the world a bit like, you right. and, and going to solve something. I, I've kind of, even though I haven't encountered that feeling of like, there's a way to solve it that's not the way to solve it. Yeah. It still does, even without having that experience, like it it definitely feels like that's the case. You know yeah. what I mean? It's obvious pretty early on that that's going to be the case, that you'll be able to accidentally do something right the wrong way. Well, so but the kind of have is, a bit of trepidation like going to solve things because it's like, oh, is this right? Or If you could hmm. do something right the wrong way, that wouldn't be as big of a deal because at least you'd be able to get it. But you can do something that seems as though it should work, but then the game will have some kind of artificial block to stop that from right, happening. Right, right, Does that right, make right. sense? Yeah, yeah. Like in games sometimes where it's like, You've found a key, yeah, and it's like nah, mm. th- not nah. You can't get in, or you know, you've got a thing that is the same as every other thing, but the game's just decided nah, that one just for no reason doesn't open this door. Right, and it's like no, but I've got, I've got a key. Mm. All the other keys in this game are interchangeable in the locks. It has one a, this one. A touch of that to it at certain points. Some of the puzzles, I there, there were like two or three of the puzzles that I really enjoyed. There's a, a, a few towards the end mm. that um. Like ones about manipulating objects in multiple different spaces at the same time. Yes, which are cool. Yeah. Um, but I did find up until that point that the puzzles also were kind of boring. 
because often they were just like, yeah, you got to make the thing big as a bridge. Right. And it was like, you know, it was less creative than I guess what I was looking for. Um, one of the one of the kind of gaps in logic that I found annoying with the gems thing. Yeah. And I, I guess we're not really spoiling it, but like, so the, mentioning the, the, yeah, you get the little gems that are color coordinated to doors that, Open the doors if yeah. you walk near them, if you're holding them. And Doom. so initially you kind of think, uh, okay, well, if this opens the door when it's near it, if I drop this here mm. in the diorama world, then it's next to the door right. and the door will just be open and I can walk through. No, you've got but to be they don't, you've it. got to be holding it for it to work. And it, it's just kind of like, why? <laughs> like it kind of doesn't really make Yeah. It sort of doesn't make sense. Like there's no good logical reason for that to be the case like well, within the context of the world. Well, there's no reason for a gem to open a force field well, door. So sure. it's like, no. well, you just operate it's by just the, the, the rules the, of sure. the puzzle, yeah. yeah. But it, but again, it's one of those things where you go, "Oh, hang on, I've solved like Right. Oh, I've done this. I can drop this here and you're I can tr- yeah. You the feeling is that you're trying to figure out what the person who designed it wanted you to do rather right. than trying to figure out how to solve the puzzle. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a slight difference, but it's a, a a less fun one for me. To be clear, this game is free if you have a PS5 yeah. and I don't regret the time playing it mm. like it Yeah, was- I am enjoying it even though like and yeah, you you're right Ben, like a lot of these criticisms are probably Unfair because yeah, it's a small team. It's their first game, and yeah, they're probably going like, yeah, we tried to fix that, but we just didn't have time because yeah. there's two of us. Oh, sure, and the conceit like of it the is end great. Like is the still the sa- like if I open a restaurant and I'm bad at cooking, it's still fair to be like, well, you didn't figure out how to cook this meal that you gave me. Yeah, and I'd be like, yeah, I don't know how to cook. <laughs> yeah, but if someone else eats the meal and they're like, this is my favorite meal. Then it's not a bad meal. No, it's, I ate it's the whole just, thing. It's just a matter of taste. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think that like mechanically, it just I ate has the whole some... damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> if one person gets diarrhea from it and the other person eats the whole meal and loves it, yeah. Well, is the chef in the wrong? Mm. I love because diarrhea, of the one baby. Got diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spent the whole next day on the toilet and I had a fantastic time. <laughs> I, yeah, and I do think uh, it's it is a cool feeling, like you know, dropping something small into yeah. the diorama and then seeing a big version of it appear behind you. The concept the concept itself is very cool. The concept is cool, and uh, yeah, I like the aesthetic, especially the the opening moments where you're kind of just walking through a little garden, mm. and there's a folk song playing. I I loved yeah. like the the beginning, like 15 minutes. I thought was fantastic. So and then there are other uses of I assume licensed music in it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nearly all of which I've hated so far. I, yeah, you th- see, I like the music a lot. There's in one, this game. there's one song I didn't like, but I think also these are like bands from the area that these people, the developers, right. live. So right. it's like people they would have known it's, and worked with. That's the other aspect of this game that we haven't really talked about. So it's got all these puzzles that make sense because they're all similar mechanics and they're doing this thing, and then it's got kind of pasted over the top of it this story about a relationship going through its life. Yep. <laughs> and. The two have weirdly nothing to do with each other. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it, the puzzles are in no way thematically similar to what you're experiencing in the story. They it's, are sometimes very loosely. The environments <laughs> kind of are. Vague, yeah. yeah, vaguely are. I guess there's one where he talks about a key and then you get a key. Yeah. I guess that happens one time. But there's, yeah. there's some that kind of... Yeah, th- sort of. Or he's like, to- I got to find my way out of it. Yeah, yeah so there's like, some like that a, link, the- and then there's some that are just random. Yeah, like it's very right. inconsistent with like, and also the world itself, I suppose. Like the environments represent things that are in this story, but yeah. what you're actually doing with the puzzles is a completely separate puzzle game. Well, in the beginning of it, which isn't necessarily bad, but it's just it's it's 
yeah. noticeable. The beginning of it, you kind of walk through a garden and you, you get this setup of this person kind of cleaning out stuff and finding these memories of the relationship. And then, yeah, you're being fed these little bits of this story while you're doing these puzzles. But And I don't know, maybe this changes at the end, but the, it's never really explained or made clear like, so what's going on? Are you this person in this, mm. like, in this small w- world? Like, it's it's never really, it never really makes anything out of like. Yeah. So why are you now doing a puzzle? Why are you now trapped in this puzzle world? Yeah. And thinking about your relationship, like, it's kind of, I, I kind of would have liked to see those two sort of like linked together a little bit. I more, guess it's potentially. just the link is the vague idea that to uh, have closure in a relationship, you have to figure it out in your head, right? Like the puzzles sure. are like a representation of uh, coming to an emotional resolution in your head. Yeah. Like it's not, like obviously you can't literally visualise like, oh, if I change my perspective on this fight we had, then I'll feel better about it. Right. Well, well a in a relationship, big things become small things and small things become big sure. things, which is also, there's, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a sense. game that came out for uh, iPhones a while ago that I forget the name of, which is incredibly annoying. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> and it's about a relationship between some birds and some pigs. Yeah, right. there you go. It yeah. is yeah. not a healthy relationship. <laughs> Sometimes you like throw yourself into something yeah. and it just ends up crashing to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you're a little yellow triangle one and that means that you curve around, yeah, I think I it think was. so, yeah. Um, but it was about a relationship and it was a puzzle game. And what a, a, a cool part of this game is that as the relationship fell apart, the puzzles became impossible to solve. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, and right. so there, there are ways to make that stuff tie in. More, and yeah, more, more, more literal or more tangibly. Yeah. I think the reason I noticed that it was nothing to do with the game as well is because I was enjoying the puzzles more by a long shot than I was enjoying the story that is pasted over them, which. You enjoyed. I enjoyed. So I enjoyed like the presentation of right. it, and I and yeah, the visualization. Um, by the end of it, I enjoyed the arc and the actual story. Yeah. Um, I did not enjoy the voice acting. I would say maybe that's the only aspect that I didn't, which is important when it's a v- verbal story. It's very strange as well because it's Bryce Dallas Howard and Seth Gable. Yeah. Uh, who are professional actors. Who, and a couple in real life. And a couple in real life who I assumed were the developer's friends. Yeah, right. Who just didn't know what they were doing. I kind of right. thought that at the start as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible, terrible job that they've done. Yeah. And again, like, whatever, criticism is annoying, but fucking hell. Well, for professional Hollywood actors, it I makes think it's it, reasonable it, to expect a professional performance. It makes it very difficult to get attached to this story that I also found to be uh, incredibly boring because it is just such a standard relationship story to the point where if a friend told me about this and it had happened to them in real life, I would be bored. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's... Wait, your friend tells you that they went through a breakup and then they woke up in a world where that was infinitely repeating. No, because he never says he woke up in the world. (laughs) This whole story is just about him going like, yeah, we dated for a bit. That's interesting. Uh, so I played this with my girlfriend. Right. Um, she, the entire time we were playing, it assumed that the woman was the protagonist. Right. Which I've, it's never made clear. It yeah. is. To be, yeah. I've been it is assuming that on. too. Is it? He no, says I d- that... I've seen reviews that say that it's not. I'm pretty sure early on in the garden he says that he is writing this letter. Or whatever. He is. I, I'm pretty sure uh, that early on it but says I think that it's I assume that the, the, the female was the protagonist too. Yeah. Uh, based sort of on nothing. It's but certainly... Yeah. Um, 
that he has written in the thing, but I don't think it's made clear if she's come across the thing or if he's reading it out loud. But there's a point where it's it definitely takes his perspective by the end. Like you are going through this part Does of the story definitely? that he's describing. Well, there's the section, and again, sort of spoiler, but not really, where he's like, yeah, I left the house and went for a walk. And you literally do that in the game. That is the one point where it kind of ties into yeah, what you're doing true. in the game. I think that in, in the garden at the very start, it was there was something that made it like, oh, okay, I'm the guy. I don't know. I'm not 100%. I still think it could be that she maybe is reading his notebook or something like that. Because I think that, yeah, for most of it or a lot of it, it's unclear who's meant to be the main perspective because they are just kind of going back and forth yeah. telling this story, which I think is cool. I think he tells it the whole time because in the coffee shop when they meet as well, you'd like stay with him after she leaves. Mm. You 100% I don't know. Do. I, I don't know. I don't know about this. Maybe I should look it up because then at the end, be annoying as, people. at the end as well, there's a th- thing that he says, look, this will, this will be a spoiler. Okay. Skip 10 seconds. He says that he decides not to send the letter that he's writing. Yeah. Okay. That kind of, there's uh, the smoking yeah. gun. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's interesting. But um, that, that is weird to... because I do I do feel like it is for whatever reason, and I'd be interested to know. It's interesting that your it's, uh, it partner one... this Ben. Yeah, I'd be interested yeah. to, to see how many other people just had this gut instinct that it is from her perspective because it, it kind of feels to me like it is. I haven't taken in those cues that yeah. are quite subtle, but it for whatever reason it just does feel like it's framed as it isn't a one sided story for sure. Like it, it comes at the relationship as viewing the relationship rather than viewing this guy's yeah. interpretation of it. Yeah, because you because you'll you'll kind of walk through the environment and you'll see things kind of written. Yeah, but then anytime there's voice acting. In so far in the bit I've played, it's it's the two of them together, and it's, it's never just yeah. him narrating it. So it's kind of yeah. Well, it, yeah, it definitely turns from that at right, some okay. point, and also there it, early on, it's like we shared a sketchbook, and like so the little drawings that pop up when yeah, it animates yeah. this writing is both of them sketching right. because it was their sketchbook together. Yeah, so yeah. My my biggest uh, issue with this is that it's very similar to something that I played and finished recently mm. on the. Oculus called A Fisherman's Tale, oh, yeah. which I think I talked about at the time, but it is the same thing. You're in a lighthouse. You've got a little model of a lighthouse in front of you. Mm. You pull the roof off the model and then you look up and you can see like right. outside. So it's combination of it's like a little bit more of a consistent world because mm. the whole thing is like there's this big, big storm coming and you kind of have to find your way out of the lighthouse and it's it's narrated to you. It's you know it's a little twee, mm. but it's a little more consistent and engaging and interesting. And I've just sort of done these versions of all these puzzles before, w- with also the fact that they're in VR. So the effect yeah. of like a bigger right. version of the world above you yeah. is just staggering when you're in VR. Like looking up and seeing this gigantic version of your little avatar in the mm. game that is moving around, you know, in the way that you're moving with the move controllers and stuff. So the, just the effect of all of this stuff is, for me, a little neutered by the fact that I did what I think is kind of a more impressive version of this game, mm. uh, you know, quite recently. Mm. But that's that's nothing to do with the game. That's just kind right. of what I'm bringing to it. Like, I think that Fisherman's Tale for me kind of does all this stuff a bit more successfully. Mm. But I do still like everything that's there. I like the puzzles and, yeah, I'm not minding the the um, 
the relationshipy stuff the, over the, the top of it. I, I, I wish it was all just a little more cohesively tied yeah. in together. But And the story thing is just a taste thing. I just don't find these stories... Uh, uh, I, I don't like it when there is magical importance put on a normal relationship because I find that to be um, a bad trait in real life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it just makes me feel a bit when, yeah. I, when I see it in a bit of media. Does that yeah. make sense? I think, well, yeah. So, yeah, my partner was like, oh, this is really twee, this story stuff. Yeah. But I think it's also very relatable. Mm. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's uh, common, but that's yeah. the kind of stories that people latch on to because they've experienced them so i think it's like relatable in its sort of um commonplaceness yeah i think that's true and just like it didn't get me at all right but it is purely a taste thing right it's just a a story and it's the same with movies and stuff there are plenty of movies that are about that sort of thing that are good and i understand are well liked (laughs) yes but it's crazy that everyone can be incorrect. It's <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to do beginning re- scripted beginning of relationship stuff well because yeah. often when you're getting to know one someone, you know, you have your little kind of like naff twee little things totally. back and forth. They always are, totally. cute to you in the moment, yeah. right. but seeing it written out and performed, it's like there's a there's they an episode of Master of None mm. that I just fucking hated where he's on the date where they go to they go to Austin or something right and it's all this like stuff that they kind of riffed out apparently and it's just it's just awful mm, it's like if yeah. I lived that I would think this is the greatest thing in the world but if it's up on the screen it's got to it's 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 hard it's, it's really yeah, hard it's to do like yeah very much so it always comes across as like a annoying yeah you know like and remember donkeys can't swim right. <laughs> remember that honey and you're like oh get the fuck out of my yeah. face yes. with that shit your little in relationship that you is meant a- to be quiet <laughs> <laughs> it is meant to be <laughs> non-reciprocated <laughs> yeah yeah your little in jokes like- that you have with a partner like they're everything to the two of you mm. but it's like you know we all do comedy like you'd never go <laughs> Yeah, guys, you're not gonna <laughs> believe it. Like, we, this is what we call each other. This is yeah. our little pet name, isn't this a scream? Yeah, you just, you know, yeah, yeah. It, but and it's yeah, it, there's it doesn't do anything with that story that is um not commonly done with that story. Yeah, I yeah. suppose is is the thing. I, I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I do appreciate the fact that they're it is presented that they've had a crack, yeah, but they're yeah. doing something more than. Like we said, yeah, it's a simulation. It's a computer program, right. or it's just never explained. I like that they've had a little go at, yeah. Let's also write a story and try and tell it through this this way and have it kind of weave in and out. It's presented very nice, like visually very nicely. Yeah, the, the the text and the and the drawings kind of showing up as these little scenes play out uh, is is good. Mm. Yeah, and for for everything we've said about how it's kind of sometimes it's it's not clear like what it wants you to do the ways that the bits of the story come in and the bits of text and then the bits where it starts, like the, the world will kind of transform and mm. it'll start narrating. That is a good little cue that will pop up that you go, oh, okay, I'm I'm in the right area now. Like, I'm, yeah. what you're like you'll go around a corner oh, right, yeah. and a bit of text will come up on a wall saying, oh, we, we often joked in the garden about, you know, da-da-da. And yes. it's like seeing that I think is a good way of cueing you like, okay, I'm, I'm meant to be walking in this direction and go right. like I kind of appreciate that that stuff is there as a yeah as a rough guide yeah the music as well I want to say again I thought it was really great like yeah. it comes in at good moments and I thought every song in there I, I liked there's one song that I guess is like maybe a bit pearl jammy or something I, which do, is, I thought it might be the bluesy one that yeah, you didn't like just, yeah. just not a fan of that style but yeah the rest of it I loved and yeah as like sort of these these 
quote unquote, like cinematic e cues or like I don't know creative cues yeah. of like scene transitions or like you said yeah the the, the sort of markers of what to do. It was the pretty subtle. What to do? The markets. The fucking markets over here. <laughs> hey, whoa! What am I in a fucking market? Yeah, you're, you're fucking huge. <laughs> oh, I, I think the story in the second half is much more palatable because of what kind of story it is. Yeah, um, it's less cutesy and twee. Um, and I liked that it went there. I liked that that's where the story went. Oh, it went there. Oh, it well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, I loved it as a, as a whole experience, start to finish. I was like, yeah, so this is like a nine out of ten. The one is some clunky controls, but um, yeah, and I thought it was yeah, great. I love love having a, a game like this show up on the PS Plus. Yeah, like love having a little a three hour the, thing, something that would have gone under the radar otherwise. Mm, yeah. Totally, as a as as a as a like release style or whatever having a three-hour game ish that is free yeah i don't care at all that i didn't really like it because i, I like i am very happy to have experienced it and want more like this that i don't right. necessarily like yeah sure because sure. watching a bad movie is fine right you know what i mean and yeah, like yeah. so i'm not like pissed off at this game or anything which would be reasonable in other cases <laughs> but just like it the fact that it didn't gel with my tastes is fun in this case almost right. you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah and it's cool i think yeah i like i uh, would admit that like not everything's perfect but it's like it's these big pe- of you. <laughs> <laughs> very big of me <laughs> and now it's very small of you <laughs> this is a crazy world <laughs> these, these these now people- you're a bridge <laughs> <laughs> now i'm a glowing oh, red you cube? were meant to fit in this keyhole but you didn't at first <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> um, Keep yeah. slipping out of the keyhole. Yeah. <laughs> That's the keyhole's fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I like that these people have these ideas, even if they're disparate ideas. You know, the the storytelling and the puzzles. It's like it's cool that they they put this into a package, and that a lot of people hopefully are seeing it. Yeah, and if it goes well, which I think reviews have been positive overall. I'd like to see him do something with, yeah, maybe a, a, a more hefty dev team that can fine-tune stuff like controls. Yeah. 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 Well, that's going to wrap us up on uh, this edition of uh, Marquette Manor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I, I quickly – I want to quickly review a game that I played. Oh, yeah? Because uh, it's just going to be a quick review and I only played it for a short amount of time. Okay. Uh, but this great game called Blind Drive. So it's uh, – I don't know if it's their first game, but it's developed by these this group called Lo-Fi People, and they're like an art collective. They've done right. a lot of like um, installations and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, I think, yeah, one of, if not their only sort of actual game. You sent us the trailer for this, mm. and uh, yeah, it's great stylistically. Yeah, and hey, guess what? The game is all style because the concept is... You wake up, you've got a blindfold in front of your eyes, mm-hmm. an interface pops up, and then someone starts talking to you about this experiment that you're a part of where you have to drive without seeing. Damn. And this game, yeah. You want to play a little game? It's, yeah, it's that. Is it's it that? like a guy with Is that a, how Saw sounds? You want to play a little game? You want to play. Because all I know about Saw is that video of the guy breaking the tricycle. Yeah. So I've never seen him. You want to play a little you game? You want to play a little game? Yeah, I think that's. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. the saw guy. Okay, so So it's a saw guy being like, Hey, you have to, you signed up for this medical experiment. What oh. the experiment is, is you have to drive with a blindfold on. Okay. And so yeah, if you looked at the trailer and I suggest everyone listening does, because it's hard to describe <laughs> but it's like you have this sort of thing in the middle 
of the screen or in the middle of the blindfold that moves left and right when you press left and right. Okay. And it's basically an indicator of your steering wheel. Right. And in the top left, you have your lives. And in the top right-ish, you have like the distance you've gone and the amount of points you've got. Okay. And this guy's like, yeah, you just got to drive. And the only way you can judge how to avoid obstacles is by hearing. So this is a headphones game. And you basically can hear as cars approach from the left and the right and you're dodging. And then more mechanics are introduced. Are there buildings and and like, is it like static objects that you wouldn't necessarily be able to hear a building? No, it's only moving objects. Unless you're like a boomer who lives in Fitzroy and then apparently all the buildings are (laughs) fucking noisy. That would be an incredibly unfair conceit for the game. (laughs) Oh, you hit a brick wall. Sorry, champ. You can't hear bricks, can you? Game over. (laughs) You drive past the tote and ask for them to turn it down. (laughs) Uh, No, so there's, it's all moving. Okay. And there are ones that like come up behind you, but they're mostly, yeah, like cars that are passing left and right you're right. driving down a highway essentially and you're dodging the cars mm-hmm. and yeah more more distractions are thrown at you stuff that happens to the screen stuff that happens audibly cool. um and it's really creative it's a lot of like oh at the start you're driving with the windows down obviously and then it makes one you stage, feel sick otherwise <laughs> it's one stage the experiment guy Closes the windows, so it's like, I can fucking barely hear the cars that are coming towards me. So it's a really interesting game where the perspective is like, how do you make a (laughs) game with only sound? (laughs) I'm cold. (laughs) Your only way of telling whether you're going to crash or not. Can I smoke in here? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where's the aux cord? Let's go through Maccas. Did you design this game? Because it's literally like, yeah, what what would you do if you could just come up with a bunch of these sort of ideas? Yeah, right. That sounds fun. Um, It does sound, yeah, cool and really creative. Yeah, and the, the visual design is sick. Like, it's great. It's very subtle. But it's a certain aesthetic that's done really well. Um, yeah, the animations are super slick. It's really, I guess they've gone, our, we have limitations on what we can do, so we're going to do something that we can do yeah. really well. What should we do for the graphics? What about this? No graphics. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Big graphics server burned down. <laughs> no one could have ever predicted that this would happen in our digital future. Fuck it. We do it. No graphics. No graphics. Turn the graphics off. Um, so I play it on Steam and it's also a mobile game. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I think the whole thing is it's a headphones experience. Yeah, um, that but makes yeah, sense. Blind Drive, check it out. I really enjoyed it. Blind drive. I yeah. was, uh, I was, uh, I was just thinking, like, I'm just, I'm going on a uh, getaway with my girlfriend for three days. I was mm. like, oh, maybe I'll give it a go. Then it's like, probably not the best look of a romantic getaway. Just yes. chuck the headphones yes. on in the corner yeah. of the room, <laughs> <laughs> completely black myself out from yeah. the from, from where, time away with my partner. Where are you going? What's the address? Um, uh, Dalesford, number one, Dalesford Road, Dalesford. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. How are you gonna get there? I'm driving, actually. Blindfolded or no? Yeah, exactly. Ooh, good question. (laughs) Well, Adam, you and I, in about a week's time, we're doing a gig together uh, in in Bendigo. Bendigo. So, hey, maybe we can recreate this game. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) More like Ben didn't go because it's only us two. Yeah. Yes. In summary, Maquette, Ben thumbs up, me thumbs down, Tommy thumbs middle, it sounds like. Uh, Yeah, thumbs middle. Blind drive, Ben thumbs up. Us two, undecided. Yep. (laughs) End of episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, Check out our website, filthycasuals.com.au, for the links to our 
social media, all that kind of stuff. We've got the Heavy Rain Let's Plays on YouTube, which have been heaps of fun to do so far. Uh, we've got the Patreon where you can get a bonus episode every week. Uh, come and see both Adam and I doing our shows in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Mine yeah. starts March the 30th at 7.30pm. It's called Meatball and you're on... I'm doing a show with uh, Luca Muller and Peter Jones, who I also do a podcast with called Ooh Spooky. And we're doing the three of us doing stand up. It's called Three's Comedy with and then our names. And you can search that on the website. It starts on the twenty fourth mm-hmm. of March, I believe. Great. Yeah, at the same venue. Exactly. Cooper's in. Check all that stuff out. Uh yeah, that's all we gotta plug. Mm. We will see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Do a doughy! Do a doughy! <laughs> Close your eyes and do a doughy. Rip a doughy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.